This is Indie Business Podcast, Episode 93. Welcome to the Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, Donna Maria. I am a certified entrepreneur mentor and the founder and CEO of the Indie Business Network. We offer product liability insurance and personalized training and mentoring in a group setting for American makers and creative entrepreneurs. Our goal is to help you build a profitable business that makes you happy and successful and can generate income for life. In this episode, I interview Tashanta Hogan of Sensational Soaps and Tashanta Creates in Queen Creek, Arizona and Los Angeles, California. Tashanta and I have known each other for over two decades, so I have had a front row seat to the growth of both her business and her family over the years. In fact, you'll want to check out episode 48 so you can get more of the background on her business when it was in the emerge and engage phases. Fast forward several years in this episode, and we trace Tashanta's journey through to the evolve phase and to the expand phase that she's in now. This includes a huge life move, the addition of multiple income streams, and replicating herself so her business can scale as her life plan also evolves. I can't wait for you to hear more from Tashanta, but first, I want to offer you something that just might be a game changer for your business. If you're anything like me, then you've seen a lot of programs and products out there designed to help you grow your maker business. It can actually be overwhelming and quite dizzying. There are so many options. One of the things that makes the Indie Business Network different is that it's not focused on what's hot now, like teaching you how to use the latest social media thingies and all the trends. We follow those things, of course, but our perspective is far bigger than that. It's focused on you and what you want to create long-term and how to organize yourself, both as a creative entrepreneur and a business owner, so you can build a profitable business that makes you happy and successful on your terms and that forms a core that can help you generate income for life. If that sounds like something you want, then I invite you to join us. Sign up to receive our free 45-minute group coaching session with me personally at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash coach. It happens in just 45 minutes and it is free. And let me tell you, the worst thing that can happen is that you will get some support and you may even discover a new way forward with some tips and ideas that can help you be even more successful than you are now. So I highly recommend that you give yourself this gift. Go to IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash coach to sign up for your free 45-minute coaching session in a group setting with me personally. Don't wait. Do it now. IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash coach. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 93. And now... Let's welcome Tashanta Hogan of Sensational Soaps and Tashanta Creates. (music) 
Tashanta Hogan in Queen Creek, Arizona. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Tashanta, I've just shared with everyone that we have known each other like for a hundred years. So it's really been <laughs> almost 20, I think, actually known of each other. We've had a chance to see each other in person and spend some time together. But you have been a guest on our podcast before and you have clearly evolved your business from, you know, some very, um, you know, humble beginnings to something that is just has just expanded to include so many aspects of your personality. So I really want to explore that evolution a bit and share some of the wisdom that you have to offer people after like 20 years as an entrepreneur. So take us back just a minute for a quick preview of the start of your business and where you are today. Okay, so the start of my business was definitely humble beginnings. I didn't know what I was doing. I came across Indie Business Network, and that's when I met you, Donna. Um, my kids were babies then. They were like little toddlers, at, um, about three and five years old at the time when I started. Um, and I joined Indie Business Network and been with you guys ever since. Um, so I didn't know what I was doing. And the thing is, is that I decided to start making soap. I was making melt and pour soap. And then I had a lady reach out to me and said, hey, Tashanta, do you know how to make a cold processed soap? And I said, yes, I do. And come to find out, I did not know how, but I said yes. And she paid like thousands of dollars and she paid half of the money up front. I started making the soap. The soap was coming out the mold. I didn't let the lye water cool down. And so then I had to rebuy everything. So it took me like over a month and a half at almost two months before I was able to deliver the soap to her. However, I did not want that to defeat me. And I decided to... Do, start doing more research about cold process and soap making and was like, wow, I can actually make a living off of this. So fast forward to now and in 2017, we were a part of a local uh, event at Target. And in Target, I was there for six months and I had an amazing time there. And the reason why I say amazing time, because I learned so much. Not that they were actually telling me to shanty, you need boxes, to shanty, you need this, to shanty, you need that. It was basically me scaling my business up from going from making soap in a mode of making like 17 bars to now making 120 bars of soap and being able to deliver weekly when they would have purchase orders. So this was basically like a, a game changer. And since then, I still use my soaps. I still have my barcodes. I still pour at 120 bars in one pour. And it has changed the game for me instantly because now I'm working less, but making more soaps at one time. And and so that was back in 2017. And fast yes. forward, you were in California back then, and now you're in Arizona. So you yes. have made an entire shift. Your children <laughs> are now grown. And we've sort of yes. watched each other's children grow up because they're about the same age, which is so and, interesting. And a boy and a girl too, right? <laughs> I know. And the boy's older and the girl is younger. Like what yes. the hell else, right? But now all four of them are in college, right? So you have your two grown children, uh -huh. and now you have moved to Arizona. So I love the freedom and flexibility that that really reflects. So tell us a little bit about that move and how you were able to do that as you also continue to lead your business. 
So it was a, it was a hard transition. And I say hard because my husband didn't understand that I needed my babies, my, my soaps to be with me because I felt like, Oh my God, I'm not creative. I, what am I doing? I'm twiddling my fingers is nothing. I'm not doing anything because California versus Arizona, California is very fast. Arizona is very laid back and just relaxed, you know, and I really enjoy it because I feel like I'm more creative here as well. Um, the sunsets are beautiful. The weather is amazing. And then we moved into our um, our dream home. First, my daughter, Cheyenne, she got accepted at Arizona State University. And we came out here a year prior. And I was like, I really like it here. And we started looking a year prior just to get some, you know, get some information about home, the housing market and so forth. And we looked at different homes. We came back a year later and she got accepted in Arizona State. And we came back and I found my dream home. And so I'm loving it. And the thing was is that the first month that I got here, I didn't have anything. I didn't have no soap, no anything. And I was about to just go crazy. And my husband was seeing that I was going crazy. I was like, listen, I need my stuff here because basically what I'm, what I'm doing right now is I'm still maintaining the relationships that I still have in California where my products are still there. And so what I was doing was going back and forth, back and forth, uh, to and from California, making products in California, as well as making products here in Arizona. And so what I did now is that I duplicate myself. I have duplicated myself in two locations, Los Angeles, as well as uh, Arizona. We have a home with a home in the back where I keep my inventory for Los Angeles clients and Los Angeles uh, businesses, because I do have my products in different boutiques out there, as well as here in Arizona when I set up. So I mimic the same thing at both locations just because I want to maintain my relationships. Okay. So, so you decided to move, you and your husband both decided to move to Arizona. You were making your products in your studio in California. Yes. You moved and you didn't originally move with the manufacturing in Arizona. It was still in, in California. So you were yes. going back and forth, but you eventually added the uh, manufacturing capabilities in Arizona. And so now the products are made in both places and sold at different places. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes. do you, do you have people that are making the products for you in California? No. So I make it, I make, I make the products there as well. Mm -hmm. And I make it here in Arizona. So it's, Oh, okay. So you, you I, basically. Back and, forth. and so sometimes I'll either, I'll either just ship it. Or when I travel, I'll pack it because sometimes it could be a little bit less cost as cost effective uh, as far as shipping. Um, when I could just pack all my soaps in there and so forth like that in a suitcase and do that. So I just make it work for me. And so right now, what I'm doing now is everything is made in Arizona. Nothing is made in California. California is just basically all the inventory is there as well as Arizona. And how long is the drive? The drive is five to six hours, but I always take a flight. It's one hour. <laughs> What's fascinating about this to me is how it reflects the ability for an entrepreneur to build their business and grow their business around the kind of life they want to have. Yes. Yes. I love so it. moving to Arizona was a big, huge thing. I mean, you'd been in California ever since I've known you. So you moved to Arizona. Years. But now you still have your business. It is still growing. You are still enjoying it after two decades, but you are doing it according to the new lifestyle that you have as a parent of grown children. 
Absolutely. And with that being said, I remember when I first started and joined Indie Business Network, I had all kinds of products. And then over the years, I had all kinds of other products as well. So now what I did because of the move, I streamlined everything. So now it's just soap. It's just soap. And so what I do when I feel, you know, my creative juice is flowing and so forth, I'll do something limited edition. So now if I want to do a scrub, I can do a scrub, limited edition. Um, if I want to do what bath bombs or what have you, it'll be limited edition. Unless someone says, or unless I get a lot of feedback from people that says, oh my God, I really like that product. This was amazing. I'll incorporate into the line. So what I had to do was really streamline to make it easy for myself as well as my lifestyle, like you stated. Because keep in mind, if you guys didn't know, my husband is still in California. My husband still works in California. He could not transfer immediately out here. They are working on the transfer in years down the line, but we go back and forth. So we're still maintaining our relationship as well as the children that's here with me and the business. So it's still going full throttle. But like I said, I had to really streamline and come to terms with what is it that I can handle at this moment. That is fascinating to me. You know what else is fascinating <laughs> to me? And listen, you guys, let me just tell you. If you visit Tashanta's Instagram, here's what you're going to want like me. You're going to want Tashanta to teach you how to decorate. You're going to want her to teach you how to take photos with your iPhone. And you're going to want her to teach you how to cook. Okay? Because you are one of the most creative people I know. And so you have managed to figure out, and, and I have just... I haven't even mentioned everything, you guys. We're going to try to get into everything if we can. But those <laughs> those characteristics that you have have been incorporated into your business in a way, as you just mentioned, that allows you to be creative, but not creative in your business in a way that minimizes or, or adversely impacts your bottom line. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so I... I, I think during the pandemic, it just really made me like sit and, you know, because everyone during the pandemic was able to just sit and think and try to figure out what's going on and what, who are you? What else do I have that I can pull from myself? And I think that's when I started really evolving. Yes, I was in Target, but I still was like a little bit behind the scenes and so forth. And I've always been like that, a shy person, very behind the scenes. However, after the pandemic, it really just pulled me out from behind the scenes. And not to mention, my children were getting older. I am not a person that is connected as far as like I am my kids, meaning like I am my own person as well. My children are their own person too. So I wanted to make sure that I knew how to uh, separate myself from them. Yet and still, I am here in Arizona where my daughter is going to college, which is an hour away, but she is living on campus and she has her independence, she has her freedom and so forth. But I also wanted to make sure that I stepped into who I was, who, who am I? And I had to really focus and drill down on that as well as incorporate, incorporating that into my life and who I am as far as being creative. It is so interesting that you say that because we can relate on that level. Our parents, our, our children being about the same age. I remember when my children were getting ready for college, they are, they are each within three hours of me, but far mm -hmm. enough away so that they're not that close. Mm -hmm. They have their own little apartment dorms or what have <laughs> you. I remember one of my girlfriends said to me, Oh my goodness, once your kids are gone, you're just going to be crying on the floor. And I remember thinking, I don't think I'm going to no. be crying on the floor, but <laughs> right. then I started to question myself. I'm like, should I be crying on the floor? <laughs> no, like, 
kind of know because it's been 20 years and I've done a lot of crying on the floor <laughs> while they were living with me uh, because that is, you know, no small feat to raise children. Right. But I love that you are exploring who you are becoming because it, it, as an entrepreneur, as well as as a person, you start off here and you don't change at your core, but you, you do evolve into another human being over a yes. 20 year period. And so you have adapted your lifestyle and your business to embrace the quote unquote new you so that you can discover new things. And, and like, is that like off the chain exciting? It is. It's super exciting because now I'm able to do a lot of self-discovery. Who am I? What is it that I like? What is it that I don't like? What is it that I enjoy? I love, and it's, and I have this, I have so much alone time. Like I stated, my husband is still in California. So I have this alone time and he comes here once a month. I go there once a month, you know, um, and so we stay for a week at a time. So pretty much I have like two weeks to myself once a month. So I have so much alone time for me to be able to like really think and drill down and really own and, and embrace the person that I have become now that I have older children, because now I'm starting to live, you know, when we're hands on parents where you and I were both were hands on as well as uh, uh, raising and building a business. So we technically had three kids that we were raising. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're hands on like that, um, you don't have a life. You really don't. It's all about your children. And so now that they're finding their own lives and they're coming back to me and telling me all the things that they're discovering and they're calling and asking questions, mom, what do you think about this? Or should I turn left or should I turn right? So now I'm in management mode, which is much more, it's not easy. It's, it's, it's just different. You're still in parenting mode, but now I'm able to take that time and really focus on myself and the things that I enjoy, the things that I like, and I can do it freely here in Arizona. (laughs) Yes. It sounds so amazing. And you still enjoy your business. You still enjoy what you do, although you have evolved it to incorporate what you like to do at this stage in your life. Yes. Yes. So I I remember when my children were about to move out and go to college, I I said, you know, we're going to put the house on the market. And they kind of looked at me like, of course, this is the house they grew up in, right? They looked at me and they were like, well, where are we going to go? I'm like, what do you mean where you're going to go? Like, (laughs) you're already gone. Like, you come home once a year. And when you get here, you don't even want to be here, want to be with your friends. And they were kind of like, oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you can sell the house. I'm like, yes, I can. So it's so interesting that, as you said, as we grow the, you know, this third child, it has to evolve as a business as well. Like it can't stay the same. And that evolution process, ultimately, if you decide to grow your business becomes an expansion process. And in your case, I see that in spades. Like, I see different sorts of income streams that you have now in addition to sensational soaps and the soaps that you make. So can you share with us what those other income streams are and how you're incorporating them into this expansion phase of your life and your business? Yes. So basically, like I stated with the pandemic, I just really self-discovered and realized that I really love taking pictures and my entire family would laugh at me because before we would eat, I have to take a picture of the plate and they were like, oh my God, can we just eat now? (laughs) And so that started evolving into me really enjoying product photography. And so during the pandemic, I was able to really drill in and hone in on product photography. And I had a class on product photography during the pandemic. I had five different classes about lighting, uh, uh, 
flat lays, um, just different different classes, all five. And it was each weekly on the same date and time. And I had people join. And that's when I was like, you know what? Okay, this is creative. This is something that I really enjoy. So with Tashanta Creates, I, I started Tashanta Creates. And that's how I got Tashanta Creates going. And so with Tashanta Creates, what that really involves is me when I got the home, it was almost like God was like, I'm going to give you this home. And this home is going to be very uh, Pinteresty for you to do everything, do content and do decorating and so forth. And that's exactly what I did. So I take people behind the scenes of my home when I decorate and so forth. Um, I do things, everything I do, like literally before this interview, I was looking up how to paint on a canvas for my living room because I want this beautiful uh, painting. So I'm going to create it. I'm going to see what happens. It's going to be my first time doing it. But I love everything creativity. Anything that's creative, I absolutely love. And I love, love, love flowers. And so with that, Tashanta Creates was born and, and during the pandemic. And that's another stream of income that I have incorporated, as well as I have been into boutiques that my products are in, our cultural hub boutique in Inglewood, California, where I decorate and design and, and like did the whole floor plan for them. So I like doing things like that as well. I mean, my, my um, goal and my heart's desire is if I was to ever, or if anyone was to ever say to Shanta, I have an Airbnb and I'm about to get a million of them. Can you decorate it for me? Absolutely. That's my dream. And I'll just, you know, cause I always watch home edit on HGTV all the time. And I'll just be just like them and just get on a plane and just go different places and just decorate. <laughs> okay. So sensational soaps. Uh, is one income stream and you sell on your website and you also sell wholesale into boutiques yes. and you have uh, the product photography classes that you teach. You also do some decorating, as you mentioned, the retail stores that you've helped to yes. decorate. And I saw that on Instagram. I was like, I'm going to open a retail store and call <laughs> Tashanta, right? And get her to make it look all pretty. And we all probably know the last thing I need is a retail store because I had one once before and I was a miserable failure. But I, it looks I, I, good. I, I did too. I did too. <laughs> did you? Okay. It, lo- it looked it looked fun though, didn't it? Okay. Yes. And then, so you also, um, you do some speaking as well. And, and I believe you're associated with a Raising a Mogul program. Yes, so I am the VP of Raising a Mogul, where we raise, we, we raise, well, we, we, we help the parents, uh, teach their young moguls how to start their business. And that's with Tamar Zentel, who is the CEO and founder of Raising a Mogul. So we met in Dallas. We met, first of all, we met in Mexico at your, uh, at Indy Cruz. That's right. Yes, that's yes. the first. That was my first encounter with her. And it was uh-huh. so funny because she came to me and she said, Hey, nice to meet you. Let's go to dinner. And I was, I had been watching her from afar for years. Right. And I was like, I'm like, I don't know what to say to her. She's amazing. So I didn't say much. <laughs> I just say, Hey, and I just waved and that was it. And so then we met again at a, at a event in Dallas and we started talking and she was telling me about what she's doing and so forth. And we just hit it off. And then. I became the VP of Raising a Mogul because I was raising my young daughter as well. And she started her own business. And so I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so right now, literally my daughter is rebranding her business as we speak because now she's 18. She's no longer a kid. And so um, we're still doing that. We're getting ready for a conference coming up as well in June. And, and you're also co-author of a book, at least yes. one, as I recall. Okay. So, so this is what's fascinating to me. And, and because you've been in business for long enough to have created 
a strong core that you can leverage to create these income streams. So I just want to like list them one more time and then I'm going to ask you a question. So I want to make sure I got everything here. So sensational soaps direct to consumers, Mm -hmm. sensational soaps to uh, retail stores and boutiques. Uh, the book that you co-authored is another income stream. The decorating, uh, the retail stores and so forth is another one. The speaking is another one. And the raising a mogul as the VP, that's six. Yes. Oh, wait, yes. seven product photography, teaching yes. the classes. So yes. That's and seven. then private, private, I do private label and wholesale. So yeah. Okay. So eight private label. I already counted wholesale. So that's eight. Yeah. Okay. So here's what's interesting to me. And I want you to comment on this as you look back. You did not do all this at one time. And and I remember we were on Indie Cruise and I remember you said something to me about Tashanta Creates. You just mentioned it in passing and girl, you know, I went and got on the internet and Googled <laughs> it and I found your Facebook page. And I remember there was nothing there. And I remember thinking, she's getting ready. She is getting ready. Like she knows it's not the right time, but she's getting ready. So can you comment on that for people that are listening who have a million ideas, right? Because we all Mm -hmm. have a million ideas. We want to execute them all at once. And sometimes we try, and that's probably not the best idea. Help us with the mindset, Tashanta, that we need to have the ideas, but plan and organize them in a way that actually makes some sense. Yeah, so it was pretty easier for me, I believe, because it all uh, comes under the same umbrella of creativity. When we make soap, it's just being creative. Um, However, I decided to separate Sensational Soaps from Tashanta Creates because... Tashanta Creates is just all me, just always being creative and so forth. Um, so the mindset you have to have is basically what is it that you can handle? Um, how much time do you want to put in and dedicate to this thing? Um, because we all know that social media, media is very powerful and that includes doing reels. So, um, you know, you want to make sure that you're sharing and giving some, um, some some good some good information and a value that you don't have to charge. You just sharing it for free. Um, and so that, like I stated, that includes reels too. And then you try to figure out what is it that you want to teach or incorporate. What are your pillars for this thing that you're going to come out with? Like for for instance, Tashanta Creates is all about uh, lifestyle, health, wellness, um, photography, and um, interior design. That's that's my pillars that I fall under. So anytime you go to Tashanta Creates, you'll see all these different things. You'll see food. You'll see sometimes me working out. I need to get back to it. <laughs> but you'll see uh, all of these other things that will be the umbrella for Tashanta Creates. But it's definitely figuring out the time, how much you want to commit to it, um, and making sure that you're able to show up. Because that's we know that social media is all about you showing up. When you show up, the people will follow. So the the pillars that you mentioned for what you're doing now are logical outgrowths of the pillars that were already in place at Sensational Soaps. Yes. So it was was part of my lifestyle. I would, I, when I was stressed raising Mm -hmm. the children, I would go to the gym. Um, I was always cooking because I'm cooking for the family. That's my, that was my happy place. I love cooking. Um, Creativity has always been in me. Interior designing has always been in me as well. However, 
at the time I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't in my home. Like this was not my home. This is just a temporary stay that we're at. However, it was, it, my mom is the one who gave us the home in California years ago, but I still always call it mom's home. My mom is still alive. And I say, this is mommy's home. It's not mine, you know? So, um, so I was able to really expand my wings in interior design here. Although I was doing little pockets, I was still buying flowers and stuff. It was like little sections in California that I would, you know, decorate, but it wasn't like full throttle like it is now. Now I'm able to spread my wings and just be free. Um, so I really feel like with, 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 what, what, what people need to understand is finding your happy. That, that's, that's the most important thing for me right now is I want to be happy. I want to be less stressed. And this is how I found my way in Arizona. California was hustle and bustle. And a lot of things have been changing in California um, as far as crime rates and so forth. And it's just been crazy. Um, I wanted to find my happy. My happy has was here in Arizona where I'm literally chasing sunsets because I take pictures of sunsets all the time. Um, and this is my happy place that I absolutely love. And so your happy now is defined differently from the happy before because I've t- I've known of you and talked with you so many times about the processes of raising children mm-hmm. so we've had some conversations about that and my perception is that you were also happy then it's just a different kind of happiness right yes yes absolutely it's it's different it's different like I was happy you know, taking mm-hmm. care of my kids, raising them and taking them everywhere, uh, basketball practice and Cheyenne dance practice I was in marriage and so forth. I think now my, you find the happiness in a different way as you get older. Now that I'm older, I'm, I, I look out and I see things different. Like nature is my thing. Like I absolutely love nature and that makes me happy. Like I didn't think that, but that self discovery, that time alone is where I, discovered that this is the things that make me happy. Like that may sound like an old person, an old lady, and maybe I am, maybe I've hit that stage, but nature is just amazing to me. (laughs) Okay. So no, you're not old and I'm not old and we are not old. What what we are is seasoned to the point where we can mentor other people. And I, I feel like I, I feel that from you because I, I feel when I see you on Instagram, when I, when I see your sharing of your journey, um, I feel inspired and I also feel connected to a potential that is in front of me. Like our best days are ahead of us, not behind yes. us. So yes. that is such an exciting, um, thing to be able to connect with another person who is also creative and a maker on, on Instagram. So, so what Tashanta has been the toughest challenge in your business, your businesses, as they have gotten to this expansion phase, the past, you know, two, three years or what have you, what has been the toughest challenge and how have you really overcome that? So the toughest challenge has been keeping up with technology. And what I mean by that is when we start, well, when I started there was no real social media. There was no uh, Facebook ads and stuff like that. <laughs> Girl, we had <laughs> an email newsletter. That was it. <laughs> right. That was it. <laughs> that was, that it. was it. So as you grow, you want to keep up with what's next, what's in, what's happening next. You know, like 
everyone is talking about chat GPT now, you know, and I had to tap into that. What is that? What is that? What does that do? How is that going to help my business? You want to know all the things ahead of time and not behind time. And so I feel like that was a challenge for me. And I had to really come because I was always like, no, I don't want to share my face. I don't want to no one know what I do, who I am. I just want to sell. Well, how the hell are you going to sell, girl, if they don't see who you are? You know, so I think that was the thing, like me coming out from behind the scenes, showing who I am, what I'm about, showing my personality, because Donna, you have been following me for years, but you never knew. You knew my personality because I, I met you, but you didn't know who I was until you start following me on Instagram. I remember you left a message saying that, like, I know you even more so now because now you're sharing a lot. So I think it was just uncovering myself. And I feel like those people who are out there who were like me, because I'm a ambivert i'm an introvert slash extrovert um but a lot of us may be introverts only we have to find what makes us feel comfortable and if that means taking a video instead of going live and just posting it up like that just do a video and that way you can edit it change it and so forth um do that do that until you start feeling comfortable about doing so and so one of the things as, as i'm sharing this with you is that I still today, I need to start going live more on my social media platforms because I don't. You see the reels and so forth. I, that's a, that's the first step. But now I need to start going live. And because when I know when I do go live, I see results. I see instant results when I go live because people want to know the personalities of people. They want to know who are the makers, who are the founders of the business and what are they about? So you see people who go live often and they go live. They don't have to, you know, put makeup on or do their hair or nothing. They just go live. They like, Hey, this is my life. This is what it is. You know, um, I have kids. I have babies in the back and as I'm driving I'm gonna go to Target to go pick up something that I need for my business and then the kids are in the back you know and they show in everything because it, it it makes you you as a person resonate with that person that's on the screen like wow I really like her because I'm going through the same thing I thought it was just me because sometimes you do feel alone and by yourself so I feel like that's how I over I overcome it by you have to just start doing it just start you know do it like I stated just do it put a camera in front of your face and do a video instead of going live. And then over time, you'll start getting used to it. And then you can go live. I, I love I love that you just described that because as you mentioned, you are not all that super excited about going live <laughs> or, or doing these things, but you've become comfortable with some aspects of being uncomfortable because of the results that you get. Yes, yes, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about what's, what's in store? Like, I know there must be some amazing things coming. Like, can we get a scoop here? Like what is, <laughs> what is, what is coming down the pike from Tashanta and Tashanta creates sensational soaps and so forth? What can we see next? So what I want to do, I really want to have like a content creation retreat. That's, that's what I, I want to have. And I'm thinking like 2024 of something like that. Um, and, I want to do, I want it to be very intimate, like four or five people at a time to do something like that. Like I stated, my home is, is, um, I have a, I have a six bedroom home and my, my mom, she stays on the get in a guest suite over there. And so I have actually four bedrooms here. Um, and I'm able to house and have that, uh, at my location. Um, and it's some, it's something that I always like. I just dream up because I love when my friends come over and I host them, you know, on their bed. They have sensational soaps 
in their box and they have all these other little goodies in a box and so forth. And so I like hosting. I like, you know, making people feel good. And I want to teach them how we have to show up in the world, how we have to have content and how all this creativity juices that we have flowing, that we need to make sure that other people know about it and how we can share it with the world, because it's something that someone needs that we're not sharing because we're afraid. And I want, I want people to see me as a person that she was afraid, but she decided to come out and take her cape off and really like show the world who she really was. Because like I stated for, for so long, I've always been behind the scenes. So for Sensational Selves and Tashanta Prius, I want to mesh that together to create like a content creation retreat. Will you come back when you have it and tell us about it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that That's so fantastic. So, you know, the, 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 the wonderful thing, there's so many wonderful things about you. And, you know, I will say I did go into your Instagram DMs that day, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, and I was like, Girl, I have known you for all this time. And now I feel like I actually know you. Like, yeah. And we had already met in person. And right. when I say we had known each other, I'm talking 2001, like a yes. long, time. long time. Just chitty chatting, friends on Facebook, not not a big deal. But when when I started to see your personality through the lens of, what you were good at. That's what it is. It's the lens of what you're good at and what your unique offerings are to the world. And when I think when all of us can tap into that male, female, young, old, doesn't matter. When we tap into that, we can find an audience of people that are interested in that. And from an entrepreneurial perspective, we are then empowered to turn that into an income stream that we can use to provide for ourselves and our families. Absolutely. I literally just had a basket making um, uh, class and I'm about to have another one. Um, I'm about to promote it again because Mother's Day is coming up and that was a huge success. And you can look at it at your leisure and download it at your leisure. But I share. Basket making. I share how to make baskets. (laughs) Okay. So that's number nine. Okay. Basket making, like you can teach people how to make. So, and these are all amazing things that, correct me if I'm wrong, from the outside Mm -hmm. looking in, it appears that you tried new things, you followed your interests, and then you tried new things and it organically led you to a new opportunity that you did not anticipate on the front end. At all. Um, like I stated, keeping up with technology, digital products is everything right now. It's everything. If you're a soap maker, teach soap classes. Um, you know, teach a melt and pour soap making class and have the contents and so forth shipped to them or whatever, what, whatever it may be, you know? So with digital products, it just opened up a whole can of worms for me. It was just like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like I don't have to be there. I could work hard one good time, go live one good time and and show how how to and the students were coming back with with banging results that I was like oh my god this is like instant results and they were excited I was excited and it's one of the things that I incorporated in sensational soaps I would always make baskets with my soaps all the time I was like you know what I could teach this I could teach how to make baskets although you may feel that these things are easy because they come easy and natural to you someone may not know how and once you create that and you over deliver when I say over deliver it was not just a basket making class yes it was a basket making class video but also I created 
how to start a business in basket making. They also receive a vendor checklist as well. So you want to make sure that when you're doing these classes, that you really give them everything that they need and they can feel empowered and accomplished, that they're able to do it immediately. So those things that you're doing now in your business, makers, try to create a class from it. Create create something with that. And and if it could be a bow making class, how to make amazing bows. Just, you know, how to make amazing bows. It was also, I also had a video for bows too, uh, for your baskets as well. So it was like four different ones, but it was only $35. Like you want to over deliver because guess what? When you come up with something else, they're going to like, they're going to come right back. Oh my God. Tashanta Kareez was amazing. Her last class, I'm about to take this next class with her too. So you want to make sure you give them some, some good meaty juiciness. Um, and not just sugarcoat whatever it is that you're selling. Because one thing about it, when you're in that digital world and you're teaching people, they will definitely tell the masses of what you did not do and how you went in empty and you came out empty as well. And now they're out of money. Yes, empty is not good. And you know, no. meaty and juicy, like that is you. Like you just <laughs> described yourself because <laughs> whenever you come on the scene, it is always with a positivity. It is always with something that you really enjoy. And you know what? You don't have to enjoy the same things that you do for that positivity and that enthusiasm to rub off on you. Exactly. And that is, that is, that is a empower that all of us have. If we just take little steps, as you said, to, to move in the direction of them. And I've seen you do that for 20 years. I'm looking forward to seeing you do it for another 20 and 40 more <laughs> because believe me, I'm going to be continuously stalking you forever. <laughs> and I'm going to get out there to Arizona so we can capture some of these sunsets together yes. one day. As we close things out to Shanta, tell us what you see on the horizon for artisan and maker entrepreneurs, like people who are members of the Indie Business Network? Um, I see a lot of transformation happening in the, the technology side of the world in a great positive way that we'll be able to have even more things at our fingertips than even what we have to right now. So the time that you're coming in as a uh, maker uh, and entrepreneur is a, an amazing time. Um, because there's so many different mentors, so many people that I glean from and I looked up to when I first started my business that I still look at now. Um, and now they have evolved. Just not myself is, it's a whole slew of us that have evolved and they are like the masters of so much that you can glean and learn from. Um, so. I think that you guys are coming in at a perfect time, a perfect opportunity. And I literally just had this conversation with my daughter. I said, you guys are like the epitome of millionaire status because they're young, they're risk takers, and they're doing major things at a young age. And I admire that about them. And I feel like if I, I was like, you know, if I was at your, at you guys level, I wish that I had all the things that you guys have at your fingertips right now. But we know every generation gets, gets uh, better and better as they grow. And so the time, the moment that we're in right now is just awesome. So keep sticking with Indie Business Network and ask your questions in the Facebook group because they helped me when I went in Target. I didn't even know how to seal my sugar scrubs. And they told me something about an induction machine. That was my first time ever hearing it. And guess what? I got the induction machine and that was a game changer. You figured it out. I love it. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. I want to encourage all of you to follow Tashanta at both of her Instagrams. These are the two I know about. She may have some hidden back there that yeah. I don't know about, but one is Sensational Soaps where you can learn about and purchase her products and link to her e-commerce site and also Tashanta Creates where, let me just tell you, there is a recipe for tacos. There is a, a, a fairly new recipe for girl. I saw the strawberry shortcakes. Okay. <laughs> so just in case you think I'm not looking, I am looking, <laughs> getting inspired every single day by the things that you do. So thank you so much for being here for us, for sharing from your vast well of experience. And we look forward to hearing more from you as we move forward. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I hope this episode of the Indie Business Podcast left you inspired, motivated, and excited about the future of your business and your life. Let's quickly review three of the most significant insights Tashanta and I discussed today. First, build your business around your life. After two decades in business, Tashanta has raised both her business and her children, and today her life has evolved in ways that were not even possible when her children were young. The freedom that she has has allowed her to evolve by duplicating herself so that she can maintain homes in two states, California and Arizona, and still make her products and manage all of the details of her business and her life. If you have followed my teaching for any amount of time, you know how much I emphasize the importance of building your business around your life and not the other way around. Tashanta's movement into the expand phase of her business is such a great example of that. Second, streamline your efforts in order to succeed. Tashanta shared that her business model for product sales revolves around having streamlined to selling soaps only as her core line. She scratches her creative itch by making limited edition products to complement those soaps and to boost sales, but soaps remain at the core and are the focus of the business from a consistent profit center perspective. According to Tashanta, this streamlined approach allows her to be focused on making what sells the most consistently and adding additional income streams on top of that to prevent boredom and remain creative and innovative, yet still profitable. And third, come out from the shadows. Tashanta described herself as an ambivert. That is, she is an extrovert when she needs to be and an introvert the rest of the time. It's very important for creatives to be able to integrate both the introverted and extroverted parts of their personalities together to come out from the shadows. As Tashanta said when she does this, she sees immediate results because people do not want to see just your products. They want to see and get to know the creative personality behind the brand. When done consistently, this always leads to new sales opportunities and opportunities in general in your business. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new episodes every time one comes out. Also, I'd love it if you left us a review so more makers like you can access these inspiring entrepreneurial stories. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, 
Spotify, Pandora, and other major platforms. And I'd love to get you to know you more personally too. You can follow Indie Business Network on Instagram at Indie Business. You can also connect with me personally on Instagram at Donna Maria CEO. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and I'll see you next time.